The Voices of Search podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything podcast network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. Welcome to the Voices of Search podcast and I Hear Everything production. In this podcast, we'll share the news, knowledge, and strategies you need to navigate the ever-changing world of SEO. Ready to expedite your company's organic growth efforts? Sit back, relax, and get ready for your daily dose of search engine optimization wisdom. Here's today's host of the Voices of Search podcast, Benjamin Shapiro. Bridge Toll, California, customer service number. Highway miles to the gallon, Ford Focus. Thailand Cave Rescue Operation. What is Schema F? Best wine bars in San Carlos, California. Best Western hotels. How old is Ronaldo? What happened with Big Brother? What's a good engagement? How long before a wedding should I send out and save the dates? Use IMAP to check email on other email clients. Identify fonts from where to find you were four years Welcome to the Voices of Search podcast. Today we're going to talk about content creation best practices. Joining us is Katrina McKinnon, who is the founder of Copysmiths, which creates custom content at scale for e-commerce stores and affiliate blogs. So far this week, Katrina and I have talked about creating high-performance e-commerce content, and yesterday we talked about human touch versus AI copywriters. Today we're going to wrap up our conversation talking about what type of content ranks on Google. And this podcast is also sponsored by Ahrefs. What if I told you that you could monitor your website's SEO health, backlinks, and organic rankings at no costs? Sounds too good to be true? Well, it's not. Because my friends at Ahrefs just launched Ahrefs Webmaster Tools. Ahrefs' new Webmaster Tools product quickly helps you improve your site's visibility by pointing solutions to over 100 technical issues that might be holding your search performance down. Plus, AWT monitors for backlinks so you'll know the most linked to pages and how those links are affecting your rankings. And AWT shares what keywords your website ranks for and compares how you stack up against competitors for key metrics like search volume, keyword difficulty, and traffic value. Look, monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools. And now, thanks to Ahrefs, that's not the case anymore because AWT will help you monitor your SEO health, backlinks, and keywords for free. And no, it's not one of those 14-day free trial offers. It's a powerful site audit tool that will keep working for you for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. All right, here's the last part of my conversation with Katrina McKinnon, the founder of Copysmiths. Katrina, welcome back to the Voices of Search podcast. Are we best friends yet? Are we sending each other Christmas cards by now? Sure, yes. Yes, I'm in. I'm sold. I'll add <laughs> oh. you to the list. <laughs> I just got a Christmas card back the other day that bounced, basically. I, I don't know what you call it. It was returned to sender, I guess. My friend moved houses in Texas, and I had to just send him a picture of the envelope and the card, which makes me think, why are we actually sending physical paper? But that's not what we're here to talk about today. Well, I'm going to get AI to send my Christmas cards out this year. That sounds terrifying. Give it that uh, loving touch. Yeah, exactly. Hey, we're still alive. Here's a photo of my face. Love the machines. Yesterday, we talked about AI versus human, right? And the takeaway was you could do research with AI, but AI is not a writer. It's not a human. 
and we basically at the end of the podcast yesterday made the differentiation of creating content that might rank and building content for Google and then building content that actually serves a purpose when the end users or your prospects read it to try to get them to change their behavior, learn something, take whatever action you want. But I think it's interesting to talk about the extension of that of, hey, great, I can use artificial intelligence to make a piece of content rank. And that tells me what content ranks on Google, which I can learn from. And then I can have my actual human copywriters go mimic what the machines are doing, but add a human touch and make it useful. So what do we know about what type of content actually ranks on Google? Well, we know a lot about it because content is king, but creativity is queen. So we know that creative content that's visually interesting, that looks awesome, that has dance and rhythm and cadence and flow that like it's like a waltz. We know that that works really well in Google, just as well as something that's driven by algorithms or AI or generated. Like these, there, there are publishers out there, you know, like Inc.com, et cetera. They mass generate millions of articles with AI, but they have human-based editors who go through those articles to make them a little bit more interesting. So the creativity, you know, the creativity that she's the queen and that's how we create content that resonates and ranks. We all know who runs the household, at least in the Shapiro house. And I'll give you a hint, it's not me. The queen is the one who dictates what happens and where we're going and what gets done. She's also a wonderful artist and she works a full-time job. She's basically the best person in the world. Time for a one-minute break to hear from our sponsor, Previsible. So you're looking for SEO help and you got a couple of options. You could start replying to spam from agencies that claim they can get you to rank number one on Google. You can pay an hourly rate for a consultant who will inevitably nickel and dime you with hourly charges. Or you can work with a cookie cutter agency to quickly launch a strategy-less project with low success rate. None of those sound very good, now do they? Well, that's where Previsible's integrated consulting model comes in. Previsible draws from a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to unlock your organic growth opportunities. They build custom solutions that combine strategy, technical expertise, content, and reporting to effectively operationalize SEO for your business. Previsible's four-stage approach ensures that your SEO programs thrive by starting off with a strategy-first approach. Then they support you in your efforts to create quality content, help you identify technical issues, and most importantly, they'll work with your cross-functional teams to integrate your SEO strategies to make sure that your SEO budget actually drives results, not just your agency's bottom line. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, Square, all who rely on the SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's previsible, P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. So talk to me about how you can inject creativity. And, you know, to me, creativity is creating something that is net new, unique, different. Well, how could you learn to create something that is creative, something that is new without copying what is already there? Talk to me about adding creativity to help you boost your content rankings? Yeah, I suppose. Okay, there's two different levels. One I can answer really easily. And the second, I think, is more an intrinsic sort of inherent moment. But I'll answer the first one. So for the listeners, the way to inject a bit of creativity, like, okay, I'll give you, there's the things that we probably, we haven't spoken about this, but 
And you sort of said to me that some of the things that might seem basic to me might be a little bit of a an aha moment for listeners. But at Copysmiths, we have an in-house training program. And it's, I would say it's like 40 pages long. It takes a couple of weeks to complete. And it's got loads of videos and examples in it. And I I never really think about it because I've built it over the years and it's just sort of feels like my second skin. But what we do in that in-house training is we never teach our writers about SEO, not once. What we do is we teach them things like how to write a compelling subheading. So instead of saying ballpoint pen, we teach them how to write a, a subheading that has a bit of value around a ballpoint pen. You know, this ballpoint pen's the, the funnest you'll ever use because it's got glitter or whatever. And that's a terrible example. But our training program within Copysmiths, and this is what I would say to anyone, is that there are loads of these training programs around that you can just buy off the shelf, but find one that doesn't teach writers or yourself SEO. Find one that teaches you how to write and how to write creatively. And those are the ones that will resonate with the search engines because you can kind of learn the SEO techniques like, Google doesn't like SEO. Google is doing its best to stamp out SEO and all the little algorithm hacks that everyone's using. It's just, I always sort of saying, Google has this room full of PhD level engineers who are literally all working on finding all the little switches and little hacks that the SEOs are using, but they don't have a room full of engineers who are trying to dampen down creativity and how to write with a unique voice. So I would say that training... You're right. Microsoft is doing that. I'm kidding. Sorry, Microsoft. Go on. I would say that training and understanding how to write creativity creatively is the first step. And not learning how to do SEO, but writing for... You know, sure, you can use some templates to do that. The other thing is, is to... The second thing is to inject lots of creative elements into the content. So... We always, when people apply to work with us writers, we can see when they've been working for content mills, when they've been trained by SEO agencies. They come to us from SEO agencies and we can see it because they just give us slabs of text, these boring slabs of text that are just this wall of noise. And what we do is we transform those writers to be able to understand how to put in bullet points, to be able to put in testimonials or quotations or to find a funny joke or to sometimes to find memes or to find images. Images aren't just stock photos. They are illustrations. They are PDFs. They are JPEGs. They're movies. They're Twitter. They're tweets. They're Instagrams. They're all these different media. Don't forget the gifts. I basically communicate with my family in gifts only. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We put, it depends on the client, but sometimes we put gifts in for the clients as well. So our articles end up looking visually interesting as opposed to slabs of text. So at a bare minimum, when you write content for your store, your business, your SaaS or whatever it is, just look at what the writer has given you and say to them, I need a minimum of three images. I need a minimum of two testimonials. I need a minimum of three lists. I need a minimum of whatever those elements are. And it will instantly transform your article into something that at least looks visually interesting. And then if you have an in-house team or if you have writers who are applying to work for you, For example, we don't actually employ writers that say they have SEO experience. We actually reject their applications. And that's... I I could hear it. You might not be able to, but somewhere in the future when somebody's listening to this as a podcast, not as an interview that's happening in real time, they're pounding their hand on the table 
and saying, no, I spent a large portion of my career as an SEO teaching the damn copywriters how to write copy that Google will rank. So, I mean, there's a lot of SEOs that spend a lot of time going to very talented writers and saying, these are the minor tweaks that you can make that will get your article more visibility by understanding SEO. So, so what I mean is we still ask our writers to, so there's, a, there's one technique that's made famous by Corey at the moment, really great SEO guy, and that is to answer the intent of the subheading in the first sentence. So if we were writing about um, best fountain pens, this, the, the, that was the heading, the first sentence after that would be, the best fountain pen is a Waterman 359. It glides smoothly and is affordable. So we teach our writers to write a statement that reiterates their heading, but we don't tell them that it's a it's an SEO technique that has been validated by Corey and is in use by all the SEOs. That's an SEO technique that's been validated by SEOs. You're not framing it to them as that, but you're still teaching them SEO. Yeah. Oh, no, we're absolutely... Our, our in-house training is very SEO-based and it is, but they don't know that they're learning SEO because I want them to focus on being good writers. Because when you start looking for checking boxes, have I done this in the article? Have I done this in the article? Have I included those four keywords? Have I done this, this, this? You end up with a really boring, boring piece of content. I have lots of boring content on my website. I should take a look, shouldn't I? Well, sure. The MarTech Podcast website, specifically the category pages, you want to talk about snooze alerts. And I did it intentionally. And I host an SEO podcast because the purpose of those category pages is not to get people to read that content. The purpose of those pages is to get Google to rank that content. So the other stuff that's on the page, here's the category and here's all of the other podcasts that we've recorded that are in that category. And then below it is, here's all the words you need on the page to think that it's a credible page. We are absolutely writing for Google on those pages. And we are writing for the algorithm to try to highlight the important content that's actually on there. We have a client that's never had a blog before. The first 10 articles we write for them are boring articles about their product because we want their website to rank very specifically for just what they sell. So just like your category pages are designed specifically for the search engines to come through and to find the right keywords and to categorize your website for that particular service, our first 10 articles, if someone's never had a blog before, our first 10 articles are always very specifically, just like a category page, designed to rank their website for the search engines. It's only after that that we get more creative. All right. So there is a time and a place to write for a search engine. Absolutely. There is also a time and a place to write for a human being. So talk to me, last question I have for you, talk to me about finding the balance between those two things. How do you decide when you need to write the most creative, compelling piece of content in the world, rules be damned, this thing's beautiful, and when do you say I'm going to write something boring because I want Google to rank it so they get to my category pages? It's really easy. You just go into Ahrefs and you see what keywords your website ranks for. If the majority of the keywords that you rank for are about your product, your niche, your industry, and your target category, then you're sweet. You can start ranking. You can start writing about more creative topics. 
We've had clients who have come to us and they're unfortunately because they've had a blog that was, you know, just they were just sort of throwing, throwing mud at the wall and seeing what stuck. They would write on different topics that they thought they're like, let's say a client sells backpacks. They were writing travel stories about going to Spain. And so what ended up happening was their website ranked for Spain and travel. It didn't rank for backpacks. So when you look in Ahrefs or any of Moz or any of those tools that tell you what your website, um, which keywords your website ranks for, as long as it's ranking for your product, then Google knows that your website's about that product. If it doesn't, then that's when you have to get a bit more serious about writing just for the algorithm to get the algorithm back on track with what you actually sell. Does that make sense? Absolutely. There's a time and a place where you're writing more technical content, some of the dry stuff. But really, when you're starting to think about scaling, that's where creativity comes in. And Katrina, I appreciate you coming on the podcast and telling us a little bit about your creative process and how you're building your team. Thanks again for being my guest. Thanks, Ben. All right. And that wraps up this episode of the Voices of Search podcast. Thanks for listening to my conversation with Katrina McKinnon, founder of Copysmiths. If you'd like to get in touch with Katrina, you can find a link to her LinkedIn profile in our show notes. You can contact her on Twitter. Her handle is underscore Kat McKinnon. That's underscore K-A-T-M-C-K-I-N-N-O-N. Or you could visit her company's website, which is copysmiths.com. That's C-O-P-Y-S-M-I-T-H-S.com. And a special thanks to Previsible for sponsoring this podcast. If you're looking for support with all of your SEO needs, Previsible's integrated consulting model is there for you. They draw on a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to help you unlock your organic search and growth opportunities. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, and Square, all who rely on SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. And a special thanks to Ahrefs for sponsoring this podcast. Monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools, but that's not the case anymore thanks to Ahrefs because they just launched their Ahrefs Webmaster Tools product, which monitors your SEO health, helps you keep track of your backlinks, and gives you the insight into what keywords are performing for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's Ahrefs, A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. Just one more link in our show notes I'd like to tell you about. If you didn't have a chance to take notes while you were listening to this podcast, head over to VoicesOfSearch.com where we have summaries of all of our episodes and contact information for our guests. You can also send us your topic suggestions or your SEO questions, and you can even apply to be a guest speaker on the Voices of Search podcast. Of course, you can always reach out over social media. Our handle is Voices of Search on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, or you can contact me directly. My handle is Ben J. Schaap, B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P. And if you haven't subscribed yet and you want a daily stream, of SEO and content marketing insights in your podcast feed. We're going to publish an episode every day during the work week. So hit the subscribe button in your podcast app and we'll be back in your feed in the next business day. Okay, that's it for today. But until next time, remember, the answers are always in the data. 